welcome to the Coastal Carolinas Association of Realtors monthly video podcast. Today's very informative person is Brian Tucker, the assistant city manager with the city of Myrtle Beach. Welcome, Brian. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm great. Great. Thanks for the invitation. Well, there are so many exciting things going on in the city of Myrtle Beach right now that we thought it was time to bring you on and uh, learn everything exciting that you guys have. So let's start with the Arts and Innovation District. Sure. Well, what is it and what does it mean? So what is it? Obviously, I've, I've, as you know, I've been with the city now running on two years, uh, and I moved into the city, took this position because of, of this project. Uh, the Arts Innovation District was a vision uh, that's about four or five years now in the making, and, and we've been doing a lot of planning. Uh, if you're familiar with the area, so the, um, the the train depot is here, Ocean is here, the old pavilion site is down here. So this is the old, uh, really the historic core retail center for the city of Myrtle Beach. Uh, and we've gone through uh, and really done a masterful job, or they have done a masterful job of planning. Uh, and so really excited about just the revitalization of this area. And uh, we can obviously talk in as much detail as you want, but that's that's it in a nutshell. I, I am so energized by this plan, and I know there's been a lot of thought, love, and passion that's going behind mm-hmm. it. And it, it really kind of plays into that live, work, and play piece. Um, instead of just being a, a vacation mecca, this really does bring that piece to life. How, how are you guys working to attract young professionals to the area? Well, I think what we recognize and, and what you all know is young professionals are more focused on place than probably ever before. So the best thing we can do to attract that younger professional is to create a place that's it's cool to be in and it's nice to be in. It feels genuine, it feels authentic, but at the same time it creates a sense of, um, just a sense of, of, of genuine place. And so we've done that. You know, you'll see as we talk through this a little bit, one of the, the, the area that we've started with um, the city went through the process several years ago of acquiring some properties along Ninth Avenue. We've gone through the original state of, of doing some basic renovations on those. We expect city council next week. Uh, we will authorize a couple of leases or begin to authorize the leases that will fill out Ninth uh, Avenue North. Uh, we're also working on the Broadway Theater, which is here, which will be out for bid here in the next couple of months. Um, this will eventually be a new city square back here with with hopefully um, Adventure Children's Museum, library, apartments, all of the things back in this area. Uh, But again, we recognize this is just one small piece of geography of the city of Myrtle Beach, and we expect this will have a ripple effect around uh, around the entire downtown, But but it's certainly a good place to start. But it all starts with creating a place where people want to live full-time yes. versus just the tourism. We, we will always be tourism. We love our tourists, oh, but at the same time, we know that we want to be a, liver, a full-time livable place. Absolutely. And, and you know, on the heels of, of the pandemic, we've seen a lot of people move here mm-hmm. to uh, make Myrtle Beach their full-time residence. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, what a great place to start with, with the heart of the city. It is truly the heart of the city. If you go down Ninth Avenue today, you'll see uh, we, we've got a bakery going in on Ninth, Lamana Bakery. Um, Forty years ago, there was a bakery in that same storefront. The signage is now up. Uh, the Aspire Hub is is also already operational on Ninth Avenue, uh, and so it's just it's bringing life back to a place that 
um, ha hasn't seen this type of activation in 15 or 20 years at this point. So su super excited about that. We were uh, just uh, at the HTC Aspire Hub mm -hmm. uh, on Monday for an event, and it was very energizing to be in the space. Mm -hmm. Not only um, just how, how cool it is, but also there were so many young professionals in there working. And so the Aspire Hub, the HTC Aspire Hub, has been open now roughly a year, just over a year. Uh, the first year has been amazing. Uh, so much so that, that hopefully one of the leases we will, we will look at next week for council will be an expansion of the Aspire Hub to move into the adjacent unit. So they'll go from 5,000 square feet to 10,000 square feet, um, really just creating the whole spectrum of office opportunities for young professionals, younger businesses that are looking for a place to get started and to grow. I'm so super excited about having that expansion, uh, hopefully very, very uh very short term on the horizon. And ideal for meeting space rentals mm -hmm. as well in a central location. <laughs> we are desperate for meeting space downtown. <laughs> uh, you know, the train depot, the train depot probably gets rented out five days, four days a week, every week, all year round, because it's one of the few places in town where you can have that meeting space. The HTC Aspire Hub has been a huge compliment to that. The theater that will be on Main Street is designed to also be another meeting space for downtown. Um, so really making a conscious effort to to draw our current residents downtown, but also create a place for new residents to live downtown uh, sure. and, and just create that type of activation. Sure. You know, we've been involved with the city uh, for a number of years <coughs> with walkability and mm -hmm. bikeability mm -hmm. projects. And I know that is one of the key uh, things that, that has been in, in progress for a while, but also transportation. Can you touch on uh, the 501 realignment sure. and, you know, any other plans you guys have with the uh, um, walk bike? initiative well, to all of your watchers listeners followers <laughs> uh, now is a really good time to have that conversation so you mentioned 501 so this is the new configuration of 501 um, this is 501 and broadway here um, the new the new alignment will bring 501 straight down to connect with 7th avenue this project we expect to go out to bid in january and be in construction first part of next year uh, we actually executed a contract for the downtown infrastructure work uh, we executed that contract earlier this week. So uh, hopefully in about four to five weeks, you will begin to see actual construction of the new streetscaping downtown that includes a lot higher degree of walkability, bikeability, multimodal transportation. So super excited about that. A lot of road configuration or reconfigurations of roads and intersections. Uh, I've joked with our mayor that our new tagline probably should be pardon our progress Absolutely. for the next couple of years. <laughs> it's going to be a mess down here for a bit, but I think the end result uh, is, is worth the effort. It will. It will. And it'll, it, it'll remove that spaghetti junction uh, intersection that um, is, is confusing yes, even to will. locals. Even to me still. <laughs> it, it amazes me. This is the only place I've ever been where to, to stay straight on a road, you have to yield cross three lanes of traffic and take a left-hand turn to stay on Oak Street. So yes, that goes away and we clean that up. We clean up the 8th Avenue intersection. Uh, we clean up this 501 corridor uh, and, and even this 8th and, 8th and Kings Highway uh, intersection. So all of that gets uh, a lot of attention here in the next couple of years and, and we expect to begin construction on that any day now. 
That is super exciting. Mm -hmm. I know the Country Music Festival has been a tremendous hit uh, since its inception. Um, How will this help that event and other type uh, events like that um, and and draw, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, more interest to the downtown? Well, I think one of the one of the considerations that we are thinking through right now um, is Obviously, Country Music Fest is a huge event. We have 40,000 people come here for four nights in a row, and it has an amazing economic impact one time a year, Mm -hmm. one week a year. How, how How do we create similar activity 15 times a year, 20 times a year? Um, and, and maybe not to the maybe not to the tune of forty thousand people. <laughs> That's a lot. But ten thousand, fifteen thousand people. Can we create a venue um, that that? provides that type of activation throughout the year. And that's that's part of the consideration um, that we're, we're thinking through now. Um, but yeah, CCMF surely uh, plays a big role uh, downtown right now. And we like that type of activation. Yeah, well, I know the uh, Chamber of Commerce is always looking for new and innovative ways to uh, bring bring people to the area. So uh, they are certainly creative. Yes, they are. Okay, well, thank you so much for all of this great information. Um, I hope as we progress through this progress piece uh, that you'll come back and join us again. Sure. Anytime. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank Good you. Good to see you. That's all the time we have today for our video podcast. But want to thank Brian Tucker once again, our very informative person, for joining us today to give us more information on the downtown city of Myrtle Beach innovation. Thank you. Thank you.